Welcome to the College Football Bros. And now, here are your hosts, Michael, Ryan, and Trey Newman. Welcome to the College Football Bros. I'm Michael Newman. I'm Ryan Newman. And I'm Trey Newman. Georgia has won the national championship 33-18 to over Alabama. Uh, in this episode, we're going to discuss that game, of course, and then briefly look ahead to the 2022 college football season. If you've enjoyed the podcast this year, be sure to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and a five-star rating uh, on Spotify, which they now allow. Um, also, you can support us on Patreon. We'd really appreciate that. You get bonus episodes and access to our Discord server. And we're actually recording an episode next week where the three of us compete and try to draft the best defense uh, using only players who have played since the year 2000. Uh, last month, we did the best offenses since 2000. So that was fun. Um, so yeah, you can get that at patreon.com slash college football bros. But let's get to this game. Kirby Smart got the monkey off his back. Uh, Trey, what were your thoughts? Yeah, I mean the notion that that Kirby can't win and and Bama owns Georgia kind of kind of squashed, uh, and we we kind of knew that. I mean, it's it hasn't been like Bama's just been destroying them recently. It's just been a couple breaks have gone Bama's way, but uh, and you know in this game, like Georgia caught a break. Jameson Williams went down during the game, and and that sucked. I don't know if it was the main. It wasn't necessarily the main reason that that Georgia won, but it was a, a factor, and and it just kind of sucked as a fan because as a neutral observer you you want to see the best out there and he's obviously one of the best players but but Georgia though they won this with their relentless pressure and the D-line play in my opinion they were harassing Young it seemed like all the time Young had to go outside the pocket and desperately attempt to pass um and they also Georgia ran the ball better they held Bama to 30 yards rushing on 28 attempts and uh, so White and Cook for were they were able to get a few big rushes especially in the second half and honestly when I was watching the game, there, it kind of seemed like there was a stretch there for Georgia's offense where I was wondering why Georgia was passing so much with, with Stetson Bennett, and it seemed like there was a, a moment where they were kind of abandoning the run, but all in all, they ended up uh, balanced, and Stetson made uh, some key plays, but uh, that second half ended up being exciting because that the first half was a little dull, yeah. few goals and, and defense, but... Uh, but man, there were some some clutch plays uh, in the second half. I'll let you guys kind of touch on that. But ultimately, I did want to point out that the the last pick six that Georgia had, like as I watched that, I was just thinking of what it would be like to be a Georgia fan in mm, that oh. moment. <laughs> like that is one of the coolest plays to yeah. have because once he picks it, you know you pretty much won. And then for him to take it to the house, it's like yeah. that has just got to be such well, an amazing feeling. You know, as a fan, I you know I know they would have had still had three timeouts. So like as soon as he caught it, I'm like, I know it's not over yet. They have three timeouts. Yeah. They have three timeouts, and but as soon as he scored, okay, yeah, we're good. And Kirby was but, Kirby was telling yeah. him to go down, which no, I can understand why, but yeah. it was definitely more optimal to keep going because of those oh, three yeah. timeouts, and uh, yeah, it worked out. Oh man, yeah, that was glad. I'm, I'm sure Kirby's kind of thinking now it's like oh, okay i'm glad you did that <laughs> yeah yeah and just the fact that. that even if you were you know there's talk oh he could have gone yeah. down at the one or something like that but what, yeah. whatever yeah. minuscule win probability you're gaining there it's just not worth it in the sense that this it's is so much just fun to score yeah, yeah the most epic play in georgia history yeah. now yep yep um 
Yeah, well, kind of as you mentioned, Trey, it was unfortunate Jamison Williams going down and, you know, and then, of course, without J- uh, John Mechie going into the game. So it, it's, you know, I mean, George, yeah, that's kind of the, how, the way college football goes, and Georgia earned it. But I, w- I would have liked to have seen Bama full strength. But, you know, this game, it's kind of it kind of flipped a little bit from the SEC title game. And I remember you brought this up, Trey, where, you know, Georgia was getting to the red zone in that SEC title game, but they just didn't convert, you know, in, in, in at points. Um, and this time it was Bama who got to the red zone quite frequently, but they just didn't. They had to try to, they had to settle for five field goals, made four of them. I mean, you know, if Bama converts a couple of those into touchdowns, they win this game most likely. So, you know, it, it, Bama, they had more yards. Uh, they had more first downs. Uh, they were better on third down. They had less penalties. And up until that last pick, uh, the pick six, they were dead even in turnover. So, I mean, obviously this game very easily could have gone to Bama's favor and they maybe even played slightly better at times, uh, even though they didn't really run the ball that great. No. Um, and the the biggest play of the game, well, I guess in hindsight, maybe not the biggest play because Georgia won anyway, but was that Stetson Bennett fumble, fumble uh, early in the fourth quarter when Georgia was up one in their own territory. And somehow Brian Branch casually recovered it before stepping out of bounds because i know everyone thought it was an incomplete pass and clearly he thought that because he wasn't really going after the ball but he he did grab it and uh appeared to be in bounds so they reviewed it for a long time i think they got the call right it 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 was very very close but it did look like a fumble to me yeah i agree and then also stetson's actual fumble real fumble in the first quarter where he just pop right back up to him i mean it bama gets that plus territory i mean it could be 10 up 10 nothing early and it's like psyche just changes there it was a very slow start for stetson bennett he was yeah he did not look good he looked nervous i I don't know if he was but he looked like it (laughs) yeah he did and i mean later in the game uh he like trey said he was able to make some plays and and do well enough to win Uh, he, uh, he was just throwing up some deep balls a couple of them got pass interferences um you know, he got that uh, big touchdown to um, Mitchell, Bowers. to Mitchell, or exactly, Mitchell, yeah, in yeah, yeah. the end zone. And who was actually, they took advantage of Jackson a couple times. And that play, it was honestly really good coverage. It's just... Yeah, it was a better catch. Yeah, he just made a great catch and, and the ball was in a, you know, kind of right like, where it needed to be. When you guys were watching this, when you guys were watching this, Bama went up 18-13. They, they stuffed, Georgia stuffed him on the two-point conversion. They said it's early in the fourth, like... At that time, you knew you knew Georgia had to score a touchdown on offense when they really hadn't obviously been able to do that. Like, I didn't think they had it in them, honestly. Like, I was, it was. If yeah. as a Georgia fan, I'm sure they were like, "Uh oh." Yeah. Well, and just because it's it's Bama, I mean, I just thought you know, this is, Bama's just going to do it. They'll find a way to win, and and I, it just kind of had that feeling. But you know, and it's it, until you're proven otherwise, it's hard to it's hard to kind of go against them. Yeah, and. As for uh, in a in a losing effort, Bryce Young, this game was definitely not on him. Like Stud. Trey said, he was getting Stud. pressured a ton, but he made some amazing throws and didn't get help from his receivers. He had a Billingsley uh, touchdown drop early in the game. I think that was the first drive. And then his best throw of the night was probably uh, to Ajay Hall, where he was just he was about to get leveled and he threw a perfectly placed ball. And a dry hall just dropped it. So that yeah yeah that was you I mean, see the and even no and two, even the two, one two on the last out. drive even the one on the last drive the receiver tried to make a one handed catch when uh, yeah but yeah. you know 
experience experience that receiver in that situation you know it's just yeah a, it definitely hurt and I, we were talking it, about this actually in our discord server about you know bama fans or some bama fans on twitter saying oh we would have won had jameson williams not mm-hmm. got hurt and to me it's just the answer to that is would would bama have won had jameson williams got hurt not got hurt maybe but maybe yeah, not yeah, yeah. Know. but exactly. he did get yeah. hurt and they didn't win so yeah it it's is what it game. is. I mean, yeah. would, would Alabama have won the national title in 2011 when Colt McCoy got hurt? Yes. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> exactly. It's just, <laughs> yes. <yeah>. Well, <laughs> probably. <laughs> but um, this was, uh, well, what else do you have on the game, Mike? Anything? Um, let's see here. Going through my notes. Well, I thought Saban made a few conservative decisions during the game. Nothing heinous, but I, I'm curious to see what you guys thought of him. So at the end of the first half, when Georgia went conservative, yeah. just trying to get into halftime, and he could have called timeouts at any point in that in that series. But I thought the the point that I definitely would have was Georgia had a third and five, forty five seconds left at their own thirteen. I, I don't see why Bam, you've got a good kicker. Like why not call a timeout there, try and get the ball back and score, but let the clock run. Yeah, yeah, definitely at their own thirteen in that situation. Yeah, Georgia yeah, I, clearly was you know. not interested in trying to march well. down the field no exactly um early in the second quarter uh saban kicked a field goal fourth and two from georgia's 27 go i would say go for it um and then yep. in the fourth quarter uh fourth and goal from the three when they were down 13 to nine kicked a field goal so i think this is just um i mean i don't know his his I don't know his his thought process in this exactly, but I think it was just a sign of respect for though he knows that Georgia defense is very good, and he's like, you know what, we're just gonna kick. Like I'm not gonna deal with that D line. Yeah, but I mean, if you get one out of two, if you convert like one out of two of those, you know, seven points, you know, it's a, compared to three, it's like eh, it's more than double <laughs> touchdowns, more than double three. So, yeah. but yeah, maybe they maybe they wouldn't have. Maybe they got stuffed the way Georgia's defense maybe, was playing, and maybe. especially obviously the front seven is is the story and just how how much pressure they were getting on Bryce Young but especially late in the game when Bama was trying to make their comeback the secondary was really good like they they were blanketing receivers they made some you know pass breakups that that prevented Alabama from from trying to come back yeah yep, they did indeed. a better effort than the SEC title game that's for sure yeah they were they were flying to the ball so I did see a, a fun thing about the this was the fifth time in a one versus two or kind of a national title in history that the the teams have it's been a rematch of a, a same season game hmm. and all five of them have split the season bama and lsu so lsu wow. lsu bama was the last one 2011 96 florida florida state and then there hmm. the other two were 1975 and 1965 you had ohio state ucla and michigan state ucla of all teams it's hard to beat a team twice it I really guess is. so. <laughs> is it? I was just surprised <laughs> that they've all split when they're that good. <laughs> I feel like I feel like Bama or Georgia could beat like Akron twice. I'd, I'd give no, them a good dude, shot. You, you don't get it. It's hard to beat them twice. <laughs> I've <laughs> never <laughs> seen it. I've never seen it. <laughs> um, okay. Any any other observations? The from chances the game? of that are zip. Oh, very oh, yeah, nice. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I guess no more. I'm just, I'm happy for Georgia fans. I really, I, you know, it's, I don't feel too bad for Bama fans because they've had so much success, but it's just all about Georgia. Like, that's great. They won. It's been so long. Yeah. You know, I envy them. Good for them. And Kirby Smart did it with, with amazing defense. And I mean, the offense was good this year, but Stetson Bennett, of course, 
former walk-on. Yeah. He's not uh, an NFL-type guy. He did not, of course, play yeah. super well in this game, but got it done. That's an amazing story. Everyone's been saying that's going to be and a he, Disney movie in like 20 years. Yeah, and he beats his old guy. He beats Saban, which is kind of just the nemesis. Well, not nemesis, but, you know, mm-hmm. kind of his nemesis at Georgia. So that's I did the, even the, sweeter. The sa- the Saban smart exchange right after the game was great. Saban handled that awesome. He's like, you kicked our ass yeah. in the fourth quarter. Like, yeah. That, yeah. It was true. It's, it's what happened. Yeah. 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 You can see with Saban, it's a lot easier to handle a loss like this. I think he likes Kirby, so I'm sure he's a small yeah. part of him is, is happy for Kirby. And his legacy he's is so it. cemented yeah, and he's won so many titles. And they weren't, this wasn't the year that Bama was expected to be really good and this wasn't one of their best teams so i think the fact yeah. that they even got to the title and almost won it he was was maybe even better than he expected yeah he he certainly handled it well okay so let's uh let's brief briefly look ahead to next year and we'll start with with the champs georgia uh so what do you do if you're if you're stetson bennett and then what do you do if you're georgia as as far as quarterback yeah. what's the ideal situation uh... for both that's tough. I mean, I don't think the ideal situation might be what they would both. I don't think they might agree on it. Uh, Stetson, <laughs> I, I, if I was him, I I just obviously come back to Georgia. Um, what I don't see. You think that's obvious? Why he would? I I really think he should. What I don't see. What do you think he should do? I, I think mean, if you, I were him, I just I call, I'm done. Go pro. Like, I, I just I go, go out on top. <laughs> I won the national title. Like uh-huh. I'm, I'm out. I would come back. Why would he not come back though? I don't know. I don't know. He, he'll think he probably thinks he can go win another one. Okay, so do you, you know, think like Georgia? A, does Georgia want to just be like, all right, Stetson, you're back. You're you're the guy next year. I think they'll have a true and open competition for the, for the job. JT Daniels um, or what? Brock Van Van uh, Vandegrift. Yeah. yeah, Brock Vandegrift. Like, yeah, you know, whoever way the best man win, and because you know, I mean, Stetson. Okay, you can say yeah, Stetson won them the national, helped them win the national title this year, but. It's not like they couldn't have won it had JT Daniels been playing. They might have won it easier, you know, who knows. But there is a ceiling with Bennett uh, that, you know, maybe JT Daniels or Vandegrift could get a little higher ceiling on them. So if they show consistency, I'd probably go with somebody else. Yeah, I think ideally, if I'm Georgia, Stetson Bennett wouldn't be the the starting quarterback next year. Just because this year, you were able to rely on your otherworldly all-time defense obviously next year it will still be good but they are going to lose a ton so there's almost no way it's it's as good as this year and so you're probably going to have to rely on your offense more you're probably going and and kirby tried you know going into 2020 he tried to open up the offense he brought in jt daniels he brought in um munkin and jamie newman oh oh yeah that's right he brought in jamie newman my mistake yeah and that didn't work out but uh, but yeah. he was he was trying to sort of like Saban has done adjust and just sort of situations happen. Newman left, uh, Daniels got hurt, so he, he didn't really have a choice. And this year, it kind of seemed like Daniels maybe legitimately was hurt and just never got quite into things. So they had to kind of go with the the old school Saban ball, and and they yeah. won the title. But I I think next year I think it's back to that. All right, I'm trying to open things up because we need to. I agree. I agree. They yeah. they have to. The offense just isn't dynamic enough, and like, yeah, they they need to. They I think they well, I need think, to somehow. Yeah, I think to keep up with Bama. I think Bama's obviously got such a strong team coming back next year. I think they're just going to need to improve on offenses if they're going to want to beat Bama again. The status quo, it wasn't going to get it done. No. Okay, so um, now that Kirby, of course, like we said, has the the monkey off his back. 
which head coaches are under the most pressure in the next couple of years to win a title. <laughs> Who's the next? A, this Kirby? is a fun one to think about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What do you think, Trey? Well, I'm not. I won't list them all because we'll we'll share this. But I guess I'm right now. I'm going to say Jimbo Fisher is starting to feel some pressure. Texas A&M. I mean, he's amassing a ton of talent, so the excuses are starting to to run dry there, just because he'll have a few years now of that. And um, he obviously had the big contract a few years ago. And this this particular past season was a little bit disappointing. So he's he needs a, a rebound year. Not saying he has to win the title this year, but he needs to be in the playoff uh, race in the next couple of years. They need they need to be elite pretty soon. I mean, yeah, real legit, like you said, real legit playoff contender. Um, yeah, uh, you know it's it's weird to say coaches that are brand new to schools this year, but when you consider the school, I think you always got to say it, Brian Kelly. Uh, oh. LSU he's I mean like how quickly they can get rid of a guy who already won a national title for him you know so if you have one you know and then this question is the next couple of years this fast this first year okay he's kind of got a free pass one year but second year if you're not like elite or you know having a really really good year I mean he, you know, you're gone so uh, LSU's always got to be right up there okay um, my answer is different my top guy for this was Ryan Day because it, and it's kind of for sure, no doubt. It's very it's comparable to Kirby in that there was pressure on Kirby, but never pressure that he was going to get fired. Right? He was obviously doing a great job. It was just kind of some whatever, just some pressure to to win it all. I think Ryan Day is going to start feeling that because the the five dominant teams the last several years have been Bama, Clemson, Georgia, or three of them. Their coaches have now all won titles, and then Ohio State and Oklahoma. Obviously, Oklahoma's coach is gone, so. That kind of leaves Ohio State. It's it's their turn to to win a title. So if, if in the next couple of years it doesn't happen, there's going to be just yeah. getting a little antsy. Yeah, they they yeah. got what about what seven years ago? Yeah, but, 2014. But that wasn't that wasn't Ryan yeah, Day. The, no, it was not Ryan Day. Was, um, Here's yeah, a sneaky then, one. Oh, you got another one, Trey? Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. Well, I do, but go ahead. I, I don't. Sneaky care. one for me is Davo Sweeney because oh they had a down year this year and he thus far hasn't hit the portal at all like some of his competitors i expect that's going to happen this offseason but we'll see and either way he's he's late to that party he's late to adjust uh to you know the advantages you can get from taking guys from the portal his star defensive coordinator left who is of course a huge part of his success uh the last yeah. nine or ten years and now he lost his offensive coordinator too so there's just some pressure in these next couple of years as far pressure meaning like as far as his legacy, if he's going to continue to be considered a top two or can three. Can he be Saban-like? Can yeah, be exactly. Saban-like? Yeah. Can he be anywhere approaching Saban-like? Or is it just going to kind of, you know, is he going to be the next Bob Stoops or whatever? Which would be great. But um, right. yeah, just a little bit of pressure there. And then uh, a couple others, like like Jim Harbaugh, Michigan, they were able to break through, riding the high. But like he's going to have to prove it wasn't just kind of like a one-hit wonder. Um, not saying they have to win it all, but, you know, at least... Obviously, you can't just lose to Ohio State every year again, and then and then those we've mentioned. You got. I'm not saying these these teams don't have to win it all, but Venables and Sarkeesian, Texas and Oklahoma, like mm-hmm. they got to be in the playoff race um, in the next couple of years. Uh, obviously, at those schools, they they should be, but pressure's on for them to be relevant. Who do you like more going forward right now, Texas or Oklahoma? The next five years, I'll say. Wow, that's really changed in the last month I, I, it kind of maybe caleb williams transfers back <laughs> you know, and it's oklahoma wow. but who knows i mean yeah oof. i think i still I have know. to go OU. yeah i think i still go OU. 
Okay. They're they're ahead of the game right now, but but man, if there's ever a time to to kind of say Texas, this is it. Yeah, because yeah, there's, there's some trends. We'll see what happens if if OU loses any more so, guys in the portal. But this is a, they just weren't very good this year. No, I agree. Yeah, Quinn Ewers, the same yeah. here. Okay, well, how about uh, national championship favorites next year, Ryan? Who are yeah. they? Well, you already listed the the top top teams that are doing it every year. Same group. We got uh, Bama, I'd say number one, uh, with just considering all they have coming back. Bryce Young, stud. Easy. Will Anderson's got to come back. You know, I mean, there you go. Easy, clear number one choice in my eyes. I think some betting websites are having them in Georgia like neck and neck. Um, yeah. Maybe even literally tied, but I would, you know, I think Bama's the clear favorite there. Uh, so Bama, number one, Georgia two. I got Ohio State three uh, uh, with uh, CJ Stroud coming back. And then Clemson at four, even though they had a down year, but his talent levels is still still there and they, you know, they can put it back together. So I think that top four is, I think it's pretty clear as far as favorites to win it all. I think they're kind of the head and shoulders above the others at this point. Well, and I think three of those are, are kind of head and shoulders, the Alabama, Georgia, true, Ohio true. State, and I might even switch Ohio State and Georgia. I need to, we're, we're still at the beginning of the yeah. off season. I need to okay, look it's at fair. Yeah. the turnover, but not set in stone, not set in not stone, set in stone yep. but yeah, yeah. Um, but the odds right now have Alabama plus 225 uh, from DraftKings, Alabama plus 225, Georgia plus 275, Ohio State plus 550, and Clemson plus 1200. And then the next uh, goes down to A&M at plus 2200. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, of those, I I do like Ohio State, you know, bringing in Jim Knowles. I'll be very curious to yeah. see what the defense looks like next year because we know know the offense with uh, Stroud I mean, and Jigba will be, should be and pretty good. And Henderson. I'm, and Travion well, Henderson, yeah, exactly. Hey, I'm glad to see some people, others like Marvin Harrison Jr., do well in the bowl game. So, you know, kind of yeah, relieve some pressure from Olave I'm not, not too worried about them there. True. Two two pretty good players they're losing, but they'll be no okay. doubt. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Heisman favorites. So the betting odds at Bet Online have there's two obvious obvious favorites here: Bryce oh, yeah. Young plus two sixty, C.J. Stroud plus four hundred. After that, it is a mess like it would it's really tough to say who's number three because these odds have spencer rattler at plus a thousand as the third favorite but i I don't think anyone's gonna be betting 10 to 1 on spencer rattler that's there's a lot of a lot of juice in there south carolina yeah i mean (laughs) and we gotta see where caleb williams goes yeah caleb williams is 11 plus 1100 yeah and we don't even know where he'll be but i would i would rather bet him um yeah there's i don't know any other names you guys, I like Bijan well, Robinson. And, you know, I think he'll, you know, if Texas could get it together, you know, he's obviously so darn good. And I'll be curious to see what um, Travion Henderson does in his sophomore year. Like he could put up bigger numbers. I know him and Stroud might kind of offset, but the name, like if you said you got to take a long shot right now, like Will Anderson on one side, I saw he was like 40 to one the linebacker Alabama like his name's out there now like and everyone knows he's he'll be like going into the year one of the best defensive players and and each year we're getting closer to them getting getting closer to awarding it to a defensive player so Will Anderson will be a name a long shot I might take a take a shot at okay I I would also look at I like to bet in the offseason if there's a blue blood or a consistently great offense that has a new quarterback because I feel like sometimes those guys have been undervalued like last year cj stroud i think was like 40 to 1 at this time even though it it wasn't a guaranteed starter but it looked pretty likely that he would 
he would be the starter. Um, this year, I don't, I don't know if I see a guy. Yeah, who are you thinking? I know, <laughs> I know. There's no real guy this There's year that's like that. Not I mean, yet, at least. I need to think about it. But well, again, we'll see. Where like K- OU is going to be different. Not they're kind of you can't really bank on OU right now to have that kind of right. Factory, they've got they've so got uh, Dylan Gabriel. He's plus sixteen hundred. But yeah, we don't know what all the pieces he'll have around him yet. Um, JT Daniels, but we don't know with Georgia. It's whoever Georgia's starting quarterback looks like it's going to be. I feel like that is a potentially interesting one if they uh, try and open up the offense more next year, pass more. Yeah, but that's true. We'll see. All right. There you have it. That'll do it for, I guess, sort of the final episode of the 2021 college football season. Uh, It was a great season, really great season. Uh, We got lucky that there was almost no cancellations and kind of went off like a, a normal season. So that was great. Thanks again for listening. Uh, congrats to Georgia fans on an incredible season, one of the all-time great defenses, and beating Bama to do it. So yep. good for you guys. Sweet. Uh, subs- be sure to subscribe because we will be around. We're, we're around all year long. We have episodes every week and uh, hope to have a fun offseason with you. So talk to you next week. You've been listening to the College Football Bros. If you have any questions for the next podcast, Email them to collegefootballbros at gmail.com. To keep up with the brothers on social media, like them on Facebook at College Football Bros, follow them on Instagram at College Football Bros, and for their commentary on Saturdays, follow them on Twitter at CFB Bros. Thanks for listening.